0: Are you looking for someone to help you with your roof, siding, and gutters projects? Look no further than CRC Renovations. Serving the Lexington and surrounding communities for over 20 years, this family-based company can help you with all of your exterior needs. Call the folks over at CRC Renovations at 859-327-3913. Again, that's 859-327-3913.
1: Sean, I noticed your landscaping the other day looks fantastic. I hate landscaping. I know that you aren't a big fan of landscaping. Who did it for you? Well, it wasn't me. (laughs) Well, I didn't figure.
0: I contacted the guys over at Horizon Landscaping. Mike and Jimmy, they did an excellent job. And it was super affordable. Are they local? They are local. And you can reach them on Facebook by reaching out to Mike Wills, or you can call them at 859-274-6571. Again, that's 859-274-6571 for all of your
1: landscaping needs. Well, I'm definitely going to give them a call. Thanks. Five seconds left. Boston only
0: has a one-point lead. is putting the ball on a play. He gets it out deep and have a check. Fielding.
1: Sorrentino hit that one from the parking lot. And Vermont has a 59-55 lead. Swung Landry. I just got three things to say god bless our troops god bless america and gentlemen start your
2: engine.
1: it's showtime ladies gentlemen boys and girls and sports enthusiasts from around the world This is the podcast you have all been waiting for. Whether listening in the car, on your morning drive, or with one earbud in at the office, this is the sports show that has it all. From pro wrestling to the octagon, from the gridiron to the baseball diamond, from the pitch to the ice, it's all here. You have tuned in to Mount Sterling's most downloaded podcast that drops on Saturdays at 3 a.m. This is not your average podcast. This is From Corner to Corner. And now, here are your hosts, Sean Big Papa Kite, Wes Redman Crouch, Adam Big Country Munson, and Neil Mulletman Payne.
0: And welcome back to another episode of From Corner to Corner. Wes and Sean here tonight. And uh, we have a special guest with us, uh, Reagan Oni. Thank you for coming on and joining us for the show. Woohoo! Um, we brought Reagan on because, you know, she's uh, she's going to be playing some college softball for Troy University, right? Yes. Are you excited? Very. Nice. Nice. So, you're a two-sport girl, right? Yes. Softball and basketball.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Softball is your passion. I could tell by the senior Sunday post that your mom put on Facebook that that, that little story you had about how... You, she played through an injury and, and all that stuff and you could just tell that at seven years old you had it in you, right? Yes. So you uh you killed it this past season. I mean, we we on the show were calling you Mark McGuire. I don't know if you knew that or not, but no. you're like the female version of Mark McGuire. Cause does every she time you know who
3: Mark McGuire does is? You know who
0: Mark McGuire is. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say just take somebody that a Somebody closer compliment. to time. Let's see. There ain't nobody that hits home runs like Mark McGuire did.
2: Well, and my favorite player know. is Bryce Harper.
3: There you go. Okay, there you go. Thank you. I love him.
0: Bryce is like half of what Mark McGuire was,
3: bodybuild wise. <laughs> yeah, but least. when he hits one, when <laughs> he hits one, yeah, it's a We all saw open.
0: Bryce Harper play back in the summer. We went to Cleveland and watched him play. Oh,
3: yeah, sure enough. We yeah. did. Yeah. yeah. I love him. Yeah. So, um,. Do you like the way he plays, or do you just like his glorious hair? (laughs) His hair. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I mean, I wish I could grow that hair. It would look terrible, but golly, he's got some glorious hair. I saw him
0: play um, when he traveled through with the – not not with the Legends, but I saw him play at Legends Field um, when he was in the minor leagues. So that that was pretty cool. Not knowing that we knew who he was, but we didn't know what he was going to be, right? So he was pretty – pretty key on that so um so Troy wasn't your first choice right mm-hmm. uh first choice was Marshall
2: mm-hmm.
0: and was there some history to Marshall
2: well so- my mom went there okay yes All right. and it was just very close to home and yeah. I was like well this is perfect people can come watch me and yeah mom took me around and I loved it there
0: yeah hey Marshall is a cool place obviously yes. Everybody knows the Marshall history with the football team and mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But you know, Marshall's a great university, and and you were pretty much locked in, right? You had already done the the commitment, and then their head coach left, right? Yes. And went to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Did Did you not get the call to come to North Carolina?
2: Well, I did, and then it was just it's money. And yeah. It's all based on money, you know. If I get a twenty percent, I'm still paying outrageous money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'd rather go where I'm getting almost a full ride than.
3: Yeah, totally understand. Well, I, yeah. and you're still playing Division One softball. Yes. In, in in all in all
0: essence, though, that has to be a great honor that the University of North Carolina, you know, yeah. I say hey, you know, you know, but I, but I get that, right? I mean, in the alternate sports, baseball, softball. Um, things like that, they don't always get the full ride, especially in, in a school like that that's got the big football program and the big men's basketball program mm-hmm. and stuff like that. The full rides just don't – there's not enough money to go around yeah. for everybody. So I get that. Yes. I get that. So then was Troy always an option on the table or were they late to the game? or
2: No, they were number two. Okay. They were right after Marshall.
3: Okay. So, So in the recruiting process – You know, we knew you committed to Marshall. Things happened. Then you committed to to Troy. Who else was on the list? And and tell us how everything kind of started with recruiting. Did it start just this last year? Did it start two years ago? Kind of walk us through that process.
2: So uh, my junior year, September 1st, is when everyone starts to call, and I didn't get nothing. I was like, oh, I'm going to get – a big call from UK or something. <laughs> no, that's not how that works. I will tell you that. It took me – I got my first offer, Murray State, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I was happy. You know, I was excited. And then it rolls around in my senior year, and I got Clemson talking to me. Wow. not No money or nothing, just talking. I got Virginia Tech asking me to come to their camp, and – you know, I went to a few from Alabama, mm-hmm. and that was amazing. You know, they showed interest. It's just they were full with their class of 2024. And then Marshall gave me an offer, and then that's when I took it right there. But then Troy was always there waiting yeah. for me. And, so,
0: and Virginia Tech's a big-time yes. softball school. Yes. So,
3: So did you go to Marshall? And you were talking about you went to camp at Virginia Tech. Did you go to Marshall and take like an official visit or an unofficial visit when they when they offered you? And um, or were you just doing camps? And then you got to talk to coaches during that time and whatnot.
2: I went on an unofficial and an official visit. Okay. So when they offered me, they took me on an official visit. Okay. And then I went to some camps before that.
3: Okay. Okay. Because I mean, you've played of just about. Everywhere at this point. I mean, you've played in Colorado for a couple of seasons, yes, uh, and you've played. You you went to Virginia Tech. You I saw the where, where you went to Alabama. You've been to a lot of clinics, um, stuff like that. It, do do you like the whirlwind that recruiting is now? Do you like? Do you like going to all these places? I mean. In Colorado, you're playing with your um, travel team. Yes. But obviously, you know there's probably the reason you're doing that. There's probably a lot of college coaches watching you there and stuff like that. Do you like the whole whirlwind of of recruiting?
2: I love it. I love going to Colorado and seeing, you know, like Clemson came, Virginia Tech, and Tennessee, and they're all just hovering. I was like, it was nerve-wracking, but at the same time, I was like, I love this. I love watching all these people.
3: Yeah, you said you said it's kind of nerve wracking when you're playing. Do you are you pretty good at just getting them out of your mind, not seeing who's there? You're just in in tune to the game at that point.
2: Yes, I love when there's pressure. Okay, I love that's my favorite time. Okay, like when I'm up at the bat and there's a coach sitting right there, that's my favorite. Now when there's nobody there, I'm just like lollygagging, like I need to focus. <laughs> and when there's a coach right there, oh, I'm like locked in.
3: Got you, got you. So. Went to Marshall. Things happened. So what, what turned you on to Troy that, you know, made you say, yeah, I, I think I'm going to go ahead and make this decision to go to there.
2: Well, the coach is just like another father. Okay. I will say that, you know, he's very family based. It's warm down there, especially, very. <laughs> but like he just brought me in. Like I was one of his daughters, like he knew me forever and he's, it's just so clean down there and he's just trustworthy you got to trust the coach
3: so so it's in Troy Alabama yes. so and you said it's an hour and a half away from from the beach that's yes. uh yeah that's that's pretty nice so yeah you are down the south yes quite a bit when you went on the when you went on your official <laughs> visit to Troy what uh was there anything unique that you were like oh I didn't know that was down here or or, or you know, Neil kind of said, you know, these recruiting visits anymore, you know, they, they pamper you, I mean, for the most part. I mean, some places they'll fly you out. Some places they're like, you know, well, we'll just put you up in a hotel, get up here, and we'll put you up in a hotel. So, so you know, was there anything unique? Was there anything that you were like, oh, I, that's, that's pretty cool?
2: So he did put us in a hotel. We drove down there, you know, they gave us money for gas, all that, and – We get down there and he's like, All right, come to the softball field. I was like, Okay. So we go down there, you know, he's feeding me. He's getting, (laughs) I was like, Okay, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's like, All right, we're going to a football game Saturday. I was like, Okay. So he took me to a football game, got me down on the field and everything. And And
0: Troy's got a good football team. (laughs) Yes.
2: And I was like, I was like, you know, mid major school, there's not going to be a lot of people here, you know tailgating and I was like oh my goodness people the stands were full you know everybody was tailgating and you know all the student section was there and just cheering and I was like this is where I want to go I love this place
0: now it's uh Troy's in the Sun Belt right yes yeah that's what same as early.
2: Marshall so
0: now how long has uh coach been coaching there at Troy
2: uh two years
0: okay so I'm fairly new there yes you know it's kind of cool though because even when we were talking to Hayden a couple of weeks ago. You know, she was was recruited to, you know, a place up in, in like, Connecticut. And it's, like, how does – it's so cool to see, like, from nine hours away, Troy University is recruiting, you know, one of the girls from little old Mount Sterling, Kentucky, right? I just think that's so cool. And it's, like, you know, are you sending off tape or is this just generally – they're contacting you guys off of stuff that they've seen. Now, you have done a fantastic job of promoting yourself on Twitter, right? You or X, whatever you want to call it now. You do a good job of that. And, and, and you were seen, you know, every time we turned around, if it wasn't you, somebody else was tagging you. And I mean, it was literally every night we would just tune into Twitter and go, well, how many home runs did she hit tonight? You know, so, you know, phenomenal season um you were an athlete of the week a couple of times I believe there's there's some big news coming in a couple of weeks that you will be interested in so you might want to tune in that night um uh it, it's kind of cool to to see that and and hear part of the process now one of the questions we asked Hayden was out of all these places that you've been to what was the best food that you got anywhere that you went
2: mm. I would probably well definitely Alabama down in Alabama you know it's like you go there and these there's like holes in the wall I'm just saying like no the, you're right like pictures and my mom me and mom went down there you know for Alabama camp and we were like Beth Vi- Beth Barrier Beth Voss Beth Barrier even was like there's this place and we go to it and we're like what is this <laughs> like this is not it like is this the right place we go in and it's the best home cooked meal you've ever had yeah like. The food is incredible down there. The,
0: those those places exist everywhere, yes. right? So, um, what in? The, I mean, I know it's Troy, but what what's like the closest city to Troy? I'm trying to picture where that's at. Montgomery. Montgomery. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. All right. So, you know, you're 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 right there in the, in the heart of um, of, yeah. of Alabama. Yeah, so, I mean,
3: it, so it looks like. Like you said, it plays. You all played in the Sun Belt Conference. Um, I mean, it looks like they were fourth last year in the conference. Yeah. Um, you know, thirty-three and nineteen overall, 14, 19, 14 and nine in the in the um, conference play. Um, I mean, it looks like there's some pretty good teams above them. But what is what did Coach say to you that said, you know, here's my here's my vision. Only being there for two years. You know, he's he still did, building a program. Still building yeah. a program. He's, you know, he's done pretty well last year. So what did he tell you that was like, here's my vision, here's where we want to be in such amount of time?
2: So last year is his first year, and he couldn't really recruit the class that he wanted to recruit. Gotcha. You know, there was girls already coming in, and, you know, he can't. you can't really do much because they've already signed, you know. So this is his first year he got to re- actually recruit a class. And so he looked at me, and, I, you know, I turned him down once. I was like, I could have admitted to Marshall, and I already turned him down. And he still was on me. He was like, I see something in you that no one else sees. He drove six hours to come watch me play and drove six hours back to his house. And I was like, this dude loves me. I got to do something. Well, he comes back. Gives me
0: the goosies. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: He come, I go down there, and he looks at me straight in the face and goes – you are going to be an all-American down here, and I said, "What do you mean by that?" He goes, "I can, I can tell." He said, "I'm not selfish." He said, "I will get you to go play SEC ball if you want to." He said, "Or you can stay with me." He said, "I am not selfish." He said, "I want you to go big," and I was like, "Okay."
3: That's pretty cool to hear, a Coach. That's awesome. Especially you hear I a lot see of where that. You'd want to go play for him. Yeah, you hear. I a lot want to of- go play for him. I'm not even eligible. <laughs> You hear I a lot that, of that in your in your high school coaches. you hear a lot of that in your AAU travel team co- yeah. you know coaches and whatnot. But to hear a college coach say, "Come here, I see this potential. And if for some reason in two years, you know, you've got people, especially in this day and age, you've got people that are in your ear saying, hey, why don't you come play at Florida? Or hey, why don't you come play at Alabama? You know some of your big name programs, and he's told you basically, I can get you there. Yeah. You don't hear that out of the college coaches anymore. They want to keep their, you know, yeah. they want to pe- keep their people, you know, their classes there so they can do yeah. as well as they possibly can. That's pretty interesting. That's mm-hmm. I like that uh, out of a coach. So, what position do you play?
2: Well, I went down there for utility, so okay. that's what I'm there for. But I'm mostly middle infield, outfield for college.
0: So no utility means you can play any position?
2: Yes. I No pitching, though. No pitching? No.
0: Yeah. That's you, bad. You're not so going to p- catch?
2: I probably won't catch in college. I think I'm more determined to play outfield. Gotcha.
0: W- will I'll you play it. as a freshman?
2: Yes. I'm pretty sure down there. Yeah. Well, I mean
0: <laughs> – the way he's talking, I mean, You yeah. know I mean, what are you talking about? How am I? How am I going to be an all-American if you're not <laughs> playing me right from the beginning? Yeah. So no, I, I get that, and and you know that's that's really cool stuff, Reagan. It really yeah. is to 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 hear that, and you know how could you not want to play for somebody like that, right? right? Yes. And um, and it's like, you know, every, I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. God has visions on on our lives before we're ever even born, right? So. He knew that Troy University is where you needed to be. You just so happened to you had to have that little hiccup with with Marshall and and get where you, you you needed to be there. And and I I understand completely. Marshall versus Troy, one's four hours from home, and the other one's nine hours from home. Or I don't know how far Marshall is. I know it's <laughs> about, not very far. About an hour and a half, yeah, two hours, whatever. But that. anyways, it's an easy. That's an easy decision, right? I'm closer to home, um, but. You know, it sounds like Troy really, really wanted you. Yes. And and I'm excited for you. And uh, I hope that, you know, that works works out well. I'm excited for our softball team this year. Oh, I'm let's, very excited. So let's talk about that a little bit, right? So, yeah. we, you know, um,
3: we get – cheated we've talked about this a million times yeah, if at listen I, I try to keep i'm, I'm like uh, i don't know if we should say anything adam would 100 percent go we got cheated 100 percent we got cheated how they let somebody not run a score run and then not score a run i mean he would yeah. just be all over so. he was tore up that tore,
0: yeah. night at, at the uh, regional finals um and you know like we look at this season as revenge tour right like, oh yeah, Harrison
2: County's it, going down this yeah, year. Yeah, we're going to finish the
0: that. job this year, right? I
2: hope they're listening. <laughs>
0: we'll tag them. We'll tag them in it. The challenge has been put out. Yeah. <laughs> Reagan says you're going down. <laughs> so, well, so tell us about, you know, this upcoming season, you know, for the softball team. Did we lose many seniors last year or?
2: We lost six of them. And, you know, some of them were very important. Pitch, yeah. We lost a great pitcher that we needed and then – we lost a great hitter and I think an outfielder. So yeah. it was just like
0: So three starters are gone.
2: Yes. And it was kinda of, it's kinda of rough, but I think Puckett will understand and he we got some new girls, younger girls coming up and I think they'll help us out a lot, but this year we're probably gonna to go to state. I have a feeling. This'll be the year.
0: I mean you're gonna hit seventy five home runs, right? So well, I, I mean, hope
2: so. <laughs> right? Just get
0: on my bike, gals. I'll carry us there. I'm going to Troy in style this year. (laughs) So, well, I mean, and you know, this, this whole, you know, coaches thing that, that we're doing, uh, the athlete of the week thing, it's not even a year old, right? So we haven't got the, um, the ability to go through all of the seasons with that because it, it didn't even really start till like Christmas.
3: First time right. we got to go through the fall season. so Yeah,
0: so it's the first time for that. And then, you know, we had softball and baseball. So it was exciting to follow along with all that uh, that went on last year. And, you know, we're starting to get a little bit of traction, a little bit of, you know, road underneath us, and understand all this stuff and hopefully be able to be more present out in some of these situations and stuff like that. And, uh, um, you know, softball is one of our biggest sports in the county. I mean, it's yeah. – you all have been good for a little while now, and uh, you know it, it's going to be—you're going to be a big loss when they when they lose you for sure.
3: So you're a senior this year, yes. And I know you haven't started practice, or I mean, you know, maybe voluntary stuff, stuff like that. Has it hit you yet?
2: What do you mean by that? Will, will like,
3: it hit you? Has it hit you yet? Like, oh. oh uh, this is my last year of softball at high school. You know, obviously you got to worry about basketball. That's getting ready to start yeah. next week. Um, so, you know, I, I'm sure that keeps your mind at bay a little bit. Uh, or does that affect you too? To be like, you know what, wait a minute, this is going to be my final year of basketball. So you may even just get that whole senioritis feeling out because you're like, oh, I went through the basketball. It's no big <laughs> deal. Let's go play softball now.
2: Well, you know, basketball is going to hit hard. It's going to hit a lot harder than softball, I feel like, because – yeah, I'm going to miss high school softball, but I'm still going on to play softball. Now okay. in college my senior year, that's just going to – I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even talk about that. Yeah. But basketball is really going to hit me. You know, I wasn't going to play last year, you know, because I wasn't getting recruited. You know, I was trying to get in that recruiting process, mm. and then I finally realized I'm going to play. And so I asked the Troy coach this year, should I play a sol- or a basketball because do you want me to get hurt or yeah, what's going to happen? Sure. He said, I want you to play. He said, "I think it's best for kids to be multi-sport athletes." Yep. So I was like, "I'm going to play." And now it's starting to hit me because basketball's starting to start up, and I'm like, "It's going to go by fast." And yeah. now he's now Coach High's losing. You know, me, Hayden, Shay, all uh, of us. I mean,
3: yeah, <laughs> like, No pressure, no. Dustin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know,
0: time—you're on the clock, buddy. You're on the clock.
3: So getting the commitment your second commitment over with, uh, was it the same both ways? Was it a weight off your shoulders when you got – when you committed to Marshall, things happened, and then you committed to – was it a weight off your shoulders both times, kind of like, okay, I can now focus in on being a better me uh, for for our softball and our basketball team?
2: Yeah, so, you know, sophomore year, that's when coaches started. you know, that's when you could start kind of sure, talking. yeah. And I was stressed, you know. Where, yeah. I wasn't at the best. I was crying every night. I was just not hitting well. I was like, you know, I wasn't being a good team player. I'm just going to be honest. You know, I was very selfish. And I committed to Marshall. And then this season I hit 21 home runs. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, it was just like I'm not trying to prove a point to anyone. I've already committed. I'm there. Now yeah. I can just relax and go hit. Right. So it was just it was amazing. So, filming.
3: you know, so, so ultimately – even though things happened, it happened at a good time because yes. you can. Because now you can, you've done that again, and now you can focus in on on being a good teammate and playing yes. basketball real well, and then going out and smashing the ball on the softball field again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After college, what, what's 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 the thought process there? I mean, you're
0: going to school to play softball, but what's what's the degree? What are, what are you hoping to do after college?
2: I want to go into exercise science. Okay. So you know, I kind of want to go be a PT. Okay. And if not, you know, there's so many things. I can be an athletic trainer or, you know, nutrition, like just something in that Get field.
3: through college, be a physical therapist, and come back and work for the school because they really need one. <laughs> well, They'll probably still have an opening at the school at that point <laughs> for a physical therapist, athletic <laughs> trainer. I think we've had a couple of kids
0: on here that have got that same oh, that same thought process. And sorry. Wes has <laughs> told them all the same thing. The dad we just,
3: just need a trainer here for the love of God. The dad just came out at me real quick because... Because, you know, you know, I've got a daughter that, that cheers all year long, and you play sports all year long, and we have no one there to help. We nope. uh, Luckily, I've seen Jenny at, at some of the football games, so um, it's been nice <laughs> to see somebody yeah. at these games.
2: Yeah, Jenny helped me at the Harrison County game when I that girl dove into my arm and I couldn't throw the ball anymore. Yeah, that was bad. In a <laughs> so sling was, for two weeks. So
0: that was scary, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you only had 21 home runs? I thought she had 21 home runs in a week. I mean.
3: (laughs) It did seem like she had a whole lot more. I swear
0: I thought she had like 45 home runs.
3: And the softball schedule, you know, we tried to get Coach on. (laughs) And we just started realizing, guys, this isn't going to happen. You all play like. Every day. You play at least three days a week, if not for. I mean, it seems like you're playing almost every day. And, yeah. if it, and if you don't play, you're practicing, like any other team. But, I mean, it seems like you're playing a game. How many games y'all play?
2: 30? 33, 30, 36? Yeah. But oh, I like
3: goodness. that. 36 games yeah. well, in I can 14, that. In
0: 14 play days. I'd rather play than practice. Yeah, I totally understand that. <laughs> you know? 36 games in 21 days. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> it, was like, it felt like it was uh, so many games <laughs> in such a short period of time. <laughs> so...
3: Um, so I don't know if this is a secret or not. If it, it, you know, when are you uh, planning on signing?
2: In November. Okay. I don't know, maybe around November way, 8th, maybe around that time. We gotcha. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Y-
3: your boys from the podcast have been invited to be there. So, yes. So. Nice. That, that, that'll be another weight off your shoulders. You know? yes. it, it, it kind of finalizes everything, and you'll just be able to enjoy the rest of your singing. season. Now, will mm-hmm. Coach be here for that?
2: Oh, no, he cannot I can't make it. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's not allowed.
0: Oh, okay. I, I wasn't sure how, how, you know, it was like. Are you, are you going to do like the fancy thing, put like, you know, all the little hats down on the table? No. I wish. She's already got
3: all that out oh, of the way. Right, that's right. She's signing the papers. Let's,
0: that's that, that, that'll, I am that'll going. Be, that'll be cool. That'll be cool. So, for sure.
2: I don't even know what you say on the tape. Like, what do you say? He saw another girl on the team. He was girl. Oh, yeah. He – um we were playing – where were we playing? All right. Okay. We were in Louisiana, and he was actually looking at another girl on the team. And his assistant coach, Coach Shellnut, she's from actually – she played at Florida State University. Okay. And she's jacked. She's a big old girl. <laughs> I want to look like her. But – she um, was sitting there watching a girl from our team, and I was got the bat, and I went four for four that game. You know, I made a diving catch in the outfield, and she called Coach Newell and was like, "Hey, there's another girl on this team that you know that's really good." Well, he comes and watches me in was it Alabama? Comes and watches me in Alabama, and he just fell in love. He just then he just followed me all throughout and talked to me, and I was like, I don't even know where Troy's at. And I was like, <laughs> What is this? And then I finally started research, and I was like, Oh my gosh, it's the same conference as Marshall. So,
3: um, and that was when you were playing with Force. Yes. Okay. All right. And have you enjoyed playing with the? How many of those girls on that team has has gone Division One?
2: Okay, well, there's two girls that's committed to UK. There's one that's actually committed to University of Alabama. So, and I think that's, there's one Thomas Moore.
0: and then Now, what about the other girl they were recruiting? Is she going to be your teammate at Troy?
2: No, she actually committed to University of Alabama. Okay. Yeah. And there's another one from UAB. So, I mean,
0: that's a pretty stacked team you were playing on there. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like. So, how did you get hooked up with them?
2: Well, I've played with them ever since I was 10. We started like a little 10 team, and we've always been together.
3: And are the majority of those girls from from Kentucky?
2: Yes. There's probably like three from Alabama, right? Yeah.
3: Okay. Okay.
2: Three or four, and then the rest are from actually Lexington. You know, there's some from Frederick Doug, like go to Frederick Douglass, and it's all around.
3: That's awesome. That's awesome. So the girls that are in – do you know any of the other girls that are in the recruiting class with you for Troy?
2: Well, I just – I met them, like – when I went for the official visit, and they're all good. Like, they're all Gatorade Player of the Year for their state. Um, are Player of the Year. You know, they got all these awards, so they're they're pretty stacked. I'm the farthest from the recruit uh ugh, from the recruiting class, so that's kind of
3: got you. But that's still that's still pretty yeah. cool to see. To so you're gonna I mean, go out and
0: win Gatorade Player of the Year this year
3: then, right?
2: Well, I'm hoping. <laughs> I really am. I want that Miss Kentucky softball.
0: There you go.
3: I would
2: love to have that.
3: And we see no reason why that shouldn't happen. No. No. No.
0: Let, let's make it happen. Especially after you, she You're going to need 45 home runs, though. That's okay. am not going to cut it.
3: Double your home runs this year. No problem.
2: <laughs> I'll try. Three home runs a game. <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> not I mean, easy.
0: 36 <laughs> games. You need one a game and then just a few games with double digits. So
3: you'll be not good. Not too hard, is it? No. No. That's easy. That's easy. What? Uh, what are you uh, looking forward to schedule-wise this year uh, for high school? Is there anything in particular that you – other than Harrison County. Yeah. Uh, uh, anything in particular that you all are doing that you're looking forward to?
2: Well, um, we've got some a few new teams scheduled. Like I've heard about Boyd County. You know, I'm excited to play them because we haven't played them since my seventh grade year. I've heard they're pretty good. Gotcha. And they're
0: always good in everything. Yes.
2: Um, I think – I'm just excited to play our region teams again. Like I yeah. really want to pick up Pendleton. I want to yeah. see them. Yeah, we haven't got to see them, and I really want to pick them up and see them. And then Bracken—that's always fun to play Bracken County.
3: Yeah, good. I mean the, their, their schedule going into the softball tournament last year, their schedule wasn't—I mean their record—I don't think reflected how good they were. Yeah. Like uh, you know, the first time you you all played them three times last year. Maybe twice. It was a one-run game every time. Mm-hmm. So, it, there's some sneaky good softball um, being played in the 10th region for sure. Well, yeah. That's pretty cool. It's
2: Clark pretty County cool. has – we got districts. Like, that's easy. Sorry, Clark <laughs> County. Like, sorry. <laughs> we got them. <laughs> <laughs> the scoreboard? Oh, I put a dent in that thing.
0: Did you really? Oh, yeah. Nice. a
2: brand-new score, but they just got it up, and the little girl throws me an outside pitch like it was right there. Like, oh, he was like a watermelon. <laughs> and that thing, the first ever pitch they threw in the game, I put a dent right in that scoreboard. And I was cheering. <laughs> and the coach was putting his – who what, was it, Preece? It was a coach we have now, Parise, uh Gary Priest. I don't know if you know him. He's an assistant coach. Okay. And he put his head down and was shaking his head and yelling, that's our brand-new scoreboard. <laughs> I was like – and now he's our coach, assistant coach now.
0: That's so funny.
3: I mean, that's what happens. You see players. Uh, you see players hit your scoreboard and put a dent, in it, and you're like, mm, maybe I should just uh, follow them. And maybe I, if you can't win, join them. Well, that's, that, that, it's okay. Forever, that
0: dent will be on that that's scoreboard. Right, right? every that's time right. I go. Yeah, that that'll be awesome. That'll be awesome. Well, Reagan, we appreciate you coming on and being with us and 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 sharing some of your. Recruiting process, and you're and excited to see what happens in your senior year, in, in basketball and in softball both. And uh, you know, uh, maybe we can uh, get you back on before you head off into softball land. And
3: she'll be she'll be a regular on the show because by the time we get Dustin on here a couple of times and bringing seniors, and then the, yeah. we get do we get Coach Plunkett on and bringing seniors? I mean, it's just going to be like, well, okay, so co-host. <laughs>
0: No, that'll, that'll be great. That'll be great. So, well, thank you again for coming on and spending some time with us. And uh, we're excited to see you how the seasons go. Yeah,
2: thank you for having me.
0: We'll see you. See ya. And, again, that was Reagan Onish, senior basketball and softball player. So, that was a fun interview.
3: Yes, it was. It was really good. Um, Very few times you really get to – talk to someone that's going to a division one school um really in all honesty any of the athletes that come out of montgomery county that go to play ball anywhere it's a very minute um percentage so you know you try but i mean division one is division one i mean it's absolutely it's the best of the best and and, you know we, we had you know we've had reagan
0: on and we had uh hayden a few weeks ago and and you know, they're both their paths were a little different. Right. Right. And, um, I, I thought it was really cool. The, the whole, you know, I see bright future in you. I see getting you to the sec. So that's pretty neat. So I'm I'm excited to, to see this season. Uh, I'm excited for what we're doing with this show now. Yeah. And, um, so, uh, anyways, all right, let's move on. Um, we got our 5 and 5 and I've got all five of them as baseball topics. Uh because great. Yeah. Well, I mean, we are we are getting <laughs> the regular playoffs do now, start, right? So, uh they officially start today, I think. So, uh we were all wrong on the first manager to get fired. It was Gabe Kapler from the Giants. This is his second chance at head coach or I mean as manager. He can't possibly get another managerial job Uh, because he screwed up Philadelphia, and he screwed up the Giants. So, I can't imagine he gets
3: another chance. Probably not. Because he's not really had success either time. With the amount of people, coaches, just people in general, in baseball. You're probably right. Yeah.
0: Uh, Miguel Cabrera, Zach Grinke, it appears, uh, and Adam Wainwright are all retiring. Huge,
3: huge names leaving the game of baseball. I mean – Wainwright is yes, he's won two Cy Youngs. I know he won one. If I, if I feel like he's won a second one, maybe uh, Miggy. I mean, what can what what more? I mean, Miggy's just waiting for in five years to go into the Hall of Fame. Oh, absolutely, he's definitely first ballot. Zach Grinky, thank God you retired. <laughs> That kind of good career for the last five years. It's been trash.
0: It's it's not been
3: great. That's true. He we, did
0: win. He did win a World Series with
3: the Astros. Uh, and good for him. Yeah. At least he got a ring. Yeah. Um, I'm glad we don't get to see 65 mile an hour fastballs. Did, did you see what happened after the game with Wainwright? No.
0: So he's always told his family that they couldn't have a dog until they he retires. So his family was there. And they bring this big box out onto the field and his wife had already got the dog. Like the minute they <laughs> announced retirement, he, he opens the box up and it's a it's a puppy.
3: So, <laughs> so they wasted no time. Those are the type of things that need to be given at retirement. Yeah. Some of the things that Miggy got at some of these stops, like Cincinnati gave him a bat. Like, he doesn't have enough bats as right. it is. I mean, oh, it's inscribed with this and that and stats. Who cares? Right. I mean, he's got bats that are important to him, for God's sakes. Yeah. The, I, I, the Detroit, the last game, gave him cleats that were made out of memorable baseballs of his. I now mean, that's kind of cool. Maybe that's kind of cool, but it's just kind of like – I can't wear those cleats when you – I mean, right. I guess they can go up on a shelf or something like that. Yeah. They're just going to collect dust. Now,
0: I, I don't know. Now, um, I, all three – or all of his kids and the uh, the manager came out, A.J. Hinch came out and took him out of the game after he had made a
3: put-out. That
0: was pretty cool.
1: So,
3: <coughs> I don't know that there's any better uh, you're coming out for the final time than when Mar- Mariana Rivera came out. Yeah. That was, that was, whew, I got chills just thinking about
0: it. Yeah. Gooseys. That was, that was pretty, uh, pretty intense.
3: Moving on. Tim Wakefield died and like, we didn't even know he was sick. And listen, Kirk Schilling needs to be, I don't know if I should say that or not. Maybe that would get me for threatening, for terroristic threatening. He needs to be gone out to, how many times have you seen, heard in the country and they need to be gone, taken out to the barn and shot? Yeah. What what did he do? I, I didn't hear. No one knew Wakefield was sick. No one knew. He wanted to keep it. He wanted to keep it very quiet. Yeah. And Schilling went on a podcast and just you know ver, uh, verbal diarrheaed everything. Oh, gotcha. About what was going on with Wakefield. I'm sure he thought he was doing it out of the goodness of his heart, because worried about an ex teammate. Stop. There's a reason that there was it was quiet that he that it was on the down low. Yeah, because I'm sure he was. I mean, it was brain cancer for heaven's sakes. He was having a hard time, and then he just blurts it all out. Shilling, Give me a daggone on Schilling
0: Definitely likes to run his mouth. Oh he? yes,
3: he does. So,
0: um, baseball playoffs starting. Any predictions? The Reds aren't there, so they're not. Mm. They got close. They got close. And the Cubs, the Cubs lost out too. Um, There's three teams out of the, uh, out of
3: the uh, NL West. I or mean East. I'm sorry. Look, here's what it comes down to. I don't know who beats the Braves, <laughs> and I know that. Way, I know that's what you want to hear so much. I don't know who beats them. I don't either. I mean, they've put together a team that. I mean, people ought to be scared. It, it's one of
0: those teams that is going to create a dynasty. You wait and see. You, you know. it. it you look at it, and you're like, where's the weakness in the lineup?
3: There ain't one. One through nine. Unless somebody gets hurt, you know. And yeah. that's really, in all honesty, that's what has helped them get to the point there are. Acuna, Acuna has stayed healthy this year. Boy, has he ever. Yeah. So, we said on the show last week that he was
0: first 40-60. Well, he went out this week, stole 10 more bases, and
3: hit the 40-70 club. Right. Right. 40 home runs and 70 stolen bases. And that kind of leads into that very last of five of five. They're leading in eight statistical categories. Yeah. That's stupid. Acuna, le- Acuna
0: leads in four of them. Matt Olson led in home runs and RBIs. And Spencer Strider uh, leads in wins and strikeouts. And, oh, by the way, side note, he broke John Smoltz Braves record for a single season in strikeouts.
3: I just don't see how they're beatable, and most of
0: their and most of their pitchers are healthy now. Right. But it doesn't matter because they score freaking twenty five runs a game. Right. I mean, they won a World Series two years ago without Acuna. Yeah. <laughs> and now they have Acuna. Yeah. And 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 they're the team that knocked the Cubs out, and Dansby Swanson's walking off the field going that old – oh, shoot – hangover line that you hear. I effed up. (laughs) It's like – because they go out and they've brought in, you know, a kid that that didn't make many rosters, and and he turned
3: into a freaking all-star. I mean, here's the thing – and. Pardon me, for, for, who's their manager again? Uh, Brian Snitker. Okay. Uh, they have gone who's out. a lifetime minor league coach. They have gone out and they know. He has basically said, here's what they've done to the rules this year. We're exploiting that. We're exploiting it to the fullest extent. Yeah. And they did it. Yeah, I mean, Acuna has a green
0: light all season. Yeah. And, I mean – like 70 stolen bases.
3: That number hadn't been hit since Ricky Henderson. Right. And that was late like 80s, the, the early first 90s. People, the first people that come to my mind is like the Cardinals when they had Vince Coleman and Willie McGee. Yeah. I mean, just swiping bases all day long. Yeah. And it hadn't happened until this year. Yeah. Which, you know what? Good for Major League Baseball. I'm not sure that the whole pitch count thing, although it it did make it did hurry the games up and stuff like it, that. It but does. I mean, but at least it got it to the point where it's like, yeah, you're you're not going to keep throwing it over there. You, well, we're, we're going to create some offense here, yeah. and they and the and Braves the, the extra anything did
0: that. is is better too, right? Right. You, you most of these extra inning games are in you did not see one single time this year nineteen inning right. games, Yes, you right. know. There was a couple, and that was it. Yeah, But, anyways, I'm excited. Um, Like I said, what I was going to say a while ago, they won the World Series two years ago, so they're not going to feel the pressure. A lot of these guys that are on this team have won that already. True. Um, And, you know, the Braves, they lost Freddie Freeman and only went out and replaced him with somebody better. Yeah. You know? So, we'll see how it goes. Did the Bengals make a mistake? Not putting Burrow on the hour. Did I say that last week? You may have. But, man, alive.
3: This is the the second straight year that they should have done it. Yeah. This year is even worse. He's going to – they're going to have to quit letting him Uh, play in the preseason. And here's here's the (laughs) thing. Last year, he was able to – after he – he was able to weather the storm because they had – I mean, technically, I think they had a better team last year. Yeah. Something's wrong with their offensive line. Because, you know, they're they're coming down on, I mean, and no, other teams know, you know, we're going to come down on hard on I mean, Burrow because he can't move around. The Titans are not very good. No, and they're they not. they beat the snot out no, of No, I mean, at- absolutely just de- demolished. him. Yeah. And, I mean, they're like, people are like, oh, 27-3 wasn't close. No. At no point. At no point. No.
0: So, I don't know what they're going to do at this point. Because you can't put him on the iron now. You put him on the iron now, the season's gone. Uh, you're right about that. It may already at, be
3: gone. At, well, and the Ravens are running away with the, the no. Central. I mean, at this point, you kind of you almost want to say, "Let's get him healthy and see what he can do yeah. after that." Uh, of course, that's not going. That's not going to be what they do. And let's get a top ten pick and and yeah. go and next year be you know because look, if they were to get a top ten pick, or maybe even a top five. I've already seen things where they say, well, if the Bengals would just fold it up and go home, they could get Marvin Harrison Jr. And then and and, then, he's gonna go, and t- tell T. Higgins, yeah, go find he's somewhere else. go one or two. You're right. You're right. They'd have to trade up to get to that spot. And, and look, you never know. They
0: might. They might. But, I mean, like Pittsburgh lost Kenny Pickett and Friarmuth this weekend, both to, I believe, hamstring injuries. So that's an easy. They've already fix. said
3: Farmouth is out two to three weeks. They need to get rid of Matt Canada. We talked about that oh, last God. week too. Yeah, that's bad. Um, Adam
0: says, "Did UK give wrong coach lifetime contract after Stoops demolishes the Jaders?"
3: So I talked to this. I talked about this a little bit to Neil uh, earlier in the week uh, when he brought that up. And I don't think that they know is the answer in my eyes. At this point, Stoops should be given a contract to say, you're going to be given anything you want at any time you need, just like Calipari. But it only happens right now. At the time, he's hit that point that Calipari hit in in 2015, when he got his lifetime contract, yeah. Um, so Stoops has hit that point now. Uh, and he, and and it's just because of the where he's had this program in the last four years, especially uh, where we've gone to two Citrus Bowls and and won those. I mean, last year was the first bowl they they've lost in four years. Um, <coughs> so yes. He should be given whatever you want to call it, lifetime contract, now. Because he's hit that point. Calipari has hit – no, it's not national championship status, but he's got Kentucky football on the map. Um, They should be ashamed that they didn't have them ranked up until this point. I understand that they played, but look, they still don't respect Kentucky. And, you know, there's a lot of places – that might call him in the in in the off season, uh, but there's nowhere where he's going. The only two places in my eyes that he would go is Michigan and Ohio State. Is he gonna? Would he listen to Alabama? Yes. Would he listen to Florida State? Yes. I don't know if if they were to fire Billy Napier, would they would they call Stoops? Yes. Will he listen to him? I don't think so. I think Kentucky is over at this point is a better team than Florida and has jumped them in power rankings. I mean, he's beat them three years in a row. Exactly. And this Which, year Which by the way,
0: the last time that happened, Bear Bryant was the coach in right, Kentucky. Right. Right. So like he's had some big wins over the year. That may have been Stoops marquee win, and I'll tell you why. Because they beat the dog's not out of the gate. I mean it was not close. They smacked them in the mouth Right off the bat, got the interception, scored the touchdown, and the game was over. It was never a game, and 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 I think what and here's what here's what I think has happened with Kentucky. And I I agree with what you were saying. He might get some calls. It's taken him. What's he been here now? Eight, nine, ten years? Ten years. Okay. It's taken him ten years to get to this point. You're not getting 10 years out of Florida or no. a Michigan or Ohio State. And I don't know that he's a coach that can go in like a Lincoln-Riley or a prime and flip a roster in a year. I don't think he's that coach, right? It's a cultural thing. He's building the culture here. But what he has become, you think about it, our quarterback on Saturday um, – with Devin Leary, Devin Leary, played a big game. Ray Davis played a big game. They're right. both they're both transfers, right? Exactly. So Kentucky is becoming one of those universities where these guys can go and knock out that big time senior junior year transfer type thing, and 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 take them from a, a lower spot to more of a marquee. To where they're going to get seen. Kentucky gets several guys drafted every year, and that's <laughs> fairly new, right? Um, oh yeah. So I think that's what he's done, and I really I, I i don't i don't see a reason for him to leave. They're paying him well, right? And like I said, I don't see him going to a Michigan and having Michigan in a better spot than what Harbaugh does.
3: It depends on who he takes with him. Really it only depends on one person he takes with him. Cohen? That's, no. That's Vince Merrill. Oh. I mean he's the salesman. Yeah. And he can get if you're at a Michigan or an Ohio State, he can get anybody to come there. Yeah. And I mean anybody. Yeah. But I've said this on here before. I'll say it again. I'll continue to say it. He has no stress here. Nope. He has he he is in the absolute perfect spot. If he goes seven and five each year, guess what? Kentucky football fans are kind of like – they are starting to get to the point where they're like, I want more, I want more. But at the end of the day, they're like, eh, we went to a bowl. We had fun going to the bowl, stuff like that. Um, you know, and, and and they've already been 10-3 and twice and been in the Citrus Bowl. This year they're 5-0 and going in to play the number one team in Georgia – that, by the way, don't look as strong as they've been in the last four years or so. And they struggled with a bad Auburn this past week. Um, So, he just hasn't had any stress at all. The other point that you just made about transfers, and I talked to Neil about this also, he says Prime is the best at the portal. And I just – he also – but he – but. It's different. Prime, prime is prime. People want to go play for, for prime in Colorado now. And he's using the transfer portal, especially this year, to be able to get some of those guys. Mark Stoops is, I think, the best at the transfer portal in the nation, in college football. And I'll tell you why. He sees what holes he needs to fill a year in advance like quarterback. Let's you know, like like defensive end, like running back. And he goes and hand picks these guys. And with the NIL, he knows okay, I can allow myself 5 to 6 guys and be able to give them what they need to be able to come here and play at Kentucky and play in the SEC. And and he's done the best job of filling the holes that he needs to fill and get the absolute best player that is out there in the transfer portal to come to Kentucky, yeah. not Tennessee, not, not not Alabama. I mean, Devin Leary arguably was Kentucky. the top, top quarterback in the transfer portal. Right. I mean, right. Him, him and Sam Hartman were two of the best. After Ray Davis laid the smackdown on us last year, he went – that's a guy that needs to be playing here yeah. because he's pretty special and he's proven that. Yeah. And, I mean, like
0: Spencer Sanders left Oklahoma State to go to Ole Miss and he's not even he's, playing. Yeah,
3: he's playing behind Dart. That yeah. was their starter last year. Yeah. so he just, He's got a knack for it. Yeah. Yeah, and he does. And, well, and it, it's and turning it's exciting.
0: out. And it's exciting. Yeah. You know, the, the spread right now is 14-and-a-half.
3: Which has been bet way down. Yeah, it was started out at seventeen. Right. Um, No, it started out at twenty-one and a half. Did it really? It did not stay there very long. Oh, it went to twenty-one half. It went to nineteen. It went to seventeen, and now it's at fourteen and a half. Yeah,
0: I want, and that was this morning. So I don't know what it is now, but, um, but yeah, he's doing something right. Uh, Colorado bounced back against USC in a close one. One could argue that if Travis Hunter and Shido and uh, Shiloh Sanders played, they could have beat USC.
3: That's it's very possible.
0: Yeah, I mean they got down big and had to come back, but it's like it's like uh, Dion said, "You better get
3: me now." <laughs> it it showed me that after adversity for a full game and a and a half, yeah, that he was like. I've had enough of this crap. Yeah. You know, whatever he said to the players and whatever he did, I mean, it showed that he can make an adjustment to him and his coaching staff. Yeah. I, I personally am still not sold on if prime is actually a good coach or not. Um, he's surrounding himself with really good assistant coaches that eventually are going to get picked off really yeah. quickly. Um, but, but it, it it does that show that that coaching staff can come together yeah. and let's make these changes. I mean, I I'll be
0: stunned work. if he doesn't lose Sean Lewis to a bigger coaching job after this season. Right. So, right. Uh, let's see. This was another thing I just added to that. I'm USC. I don't think would be very good if it wasn't for Caleb Williams. Like they're, like I don't see them winning the Pac twelve at all. I agree with that. I think Oregon and Washington are the two best teams in the Pac twelve. Yeah, and I, I could I, one of those two teams is going to be in the playoff, and it, I would it's agree probably going to be Oregon because they're pretty darn good. Yeah, um,
3: so we'll see that. that and then <laughs> what? That Pac twelve, um. Oh, what would you call him? What um, uh, the pac t- commissioner? That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, man, what an absolute, not even fall grade, just absolute mistake he was. Yeah, because they're playing good football. Well, the next question was, oh, is Pack twelve the best con- conference? And I think they are. I mean, <laughs> I mean, how do you let all these teams go? I mean, look. The Pac-12 has been mediocre for a long time, but once those schools finally got some coaches, co- coaches in place that yeah. n- and and with the transfer portal and stuff yeah. like that, and was able to, that he just didn't give it enough time. Yeah, and well, he he could not
0: get out of his own way with trying to make a TV deal.
3: Yeah, agreed.
0: And it, it's his fault that this conference has fallen apart. Yeah, right. Um. You know, you got four teams going to the Big Twelve, and you got four teams going to the uh, Big Ten, and then you've got Oregon State and Washington Washington State, who, by the way, is undefeated, um, that are just left
3: out there in the cold, and they're not getting paid money for a while. Some of them may have a oh, different yeah. deal. Than I forgot others. California
0: and Stanford's going to ACC, and yes, they won't
3: get any money for like seven years, right? I mean, it's, it's – it's Like, how stupid is that? <laughs> right. But that just shows you how bad that commissioner was. Yeah.
0: So, I don't know if it happens or not, but there's still talks of the Mountain West and uh, the Pac-2 uh, com- combining and trying to make that the Pac-12. But I think the hiccup is they want the Mountain West commissioner to be the commissioner. No get the 12 get don't. out.
3: So yeah. I mean, it I, needs it, to be.
0: Yeah, but I mean, you know, it still puts them into like I don't know that they would still be a power five school. They would go the
3: back to being the mediocre Pac twelve for a while yeah. because I, we've discussed it on here before, and I, I know me, me and Neil said. I mean, there are some really good schools in that Mountain West Conference. Yeah, uh, if uh, San Jose State's pretty good, San Diego State's pretty good. Yeah. If I'm if I'm if I'm you're right. right with these, you're like, you're right. Um, um, who did I say? Um, State. Boise Fres- State's in there? Fresno State's yeah. pretty good. I mean, yeah. you know, th- there's some good teams in that conference. Yeah. Um, Utah State, I think, is in there. Nevada's in there. Right. So, I mean. So, so yeah. They've got teams there. But it's just, and that,
0: Speaking of money, right, so SMU went to the ACC as well, right? Right. So, they're not getting any money for like seven years as well. Right. Did you see that like within 24 hours – they raised a hundred million dollars from their alumni to be able to carry them for the next seven years or whatever to do all this. I did
3: not see that. Yeah,
0: it was something crazy. I know it was over a hundred million dollars and it was in less than forty eight hours, something like that, that they were able to step up and, and you know and I so, and I'm sitting there going, you know what? I didn't go to college. But had I gone to college It'd be really hard for me to come off, oh, yeah, let me cut you a check for $3
3: million. (laughs) Screw that. I worked for this money. I'm not giving you that. But that just shows you right there that – that just shows you right there the reason SMU was picked up by the ACC. I know. Somebody knew something. Yeah. Because I think there was a lot of people like, huh? But well, th- Why does that fit? But see, you know, but obviously you think SMU. Got-
0: you think back it was a prominent college football team in the late in the eighties, right? Then they had the death penalty, and they've never recovered from it. Right. Well, now they're back in the power five,
3: right? Yeah.
0: So SMU is going to be able to compete yeah. with schools that are. They're going to be able to say, "I am a power five school. Right. We're in. We're in Texas. You know, we're we're going to be able to compete." So. You know, it'll be a big positive for them oh, on yeah. that part of it. So, um, so I, I wrote down three different Dog of the Week candidates. You know, Saturday I thought there's no way it's not Ray Davis. And then you get Spencer Strider goes out and breaks John Smoltz record. And then CMC goes out and, and rushes for 106 yards, three touchdowns, seven catches for 71 yards and a touchdown. And and he single handedly
3: beat the beat the freaking Cardinals. He did, but that's CMC. It is, and he's done that before. Yeah, um, and it was the Cardinals, right? Which again we've talked about. They've played pretty well they for have. Gannon. They have, but it's still the Cardinals. Yeah, it's and, really and, and, hard. And CMC is. I mean, you know, he's a fantasy darling. Yeah, and so and he he. You know, there's other people out there that are like, you're starting to compare younger players, college players, even younger than that. They're like, he's the next Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, you know, uh, so he's a
0: generational talent that I'm happy we've got to witness to
3: play. And he and he's changed the game. Yeah, I mean, the game was changing anyways, but he, I think he's the one that made a lot of these teams go. Yeah, we need a receiver. Yeah, that can play running back. Yeah, well, and last week we talked about
0: 49ers and and Dolphins look like the two best teams. Well, 49ers definitely. Dolphins got
3: smacked around by the Buffalo Bills again. Again, they can't beat them. Buffalo is they they've made some changes that kind of. I think they should, got mad with that opening should, week loss to the Jets. Should scare should scare a lot of people. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the Chiefs barely beat the Jets, and they had a seventeen nothing lead, and barely
3: kept that game, and and just won by three. By the way, do you know who the Chiefs? Do you know who the Chiefs' offensive coordinator is? Um, is it Nagy? It's Matt Nagy. Yeah, there's your problem. I mean, I understand that. Uh, Mr. Walrus face calls all the. Um, all the. Um, that was not very nice, was it? No, it wasn't. Andy reads a Hall of Famer. <laughs> but he looks like Andy a Walrus. Andy is the, <laughs> f- the fourth winningest head coach. And he looks like a Walrus.
0: He likes to eat cheeseburgers, too. <laughs> okay. He's funny as I'll get out.
3: But Matt Nagy,
0: yeah.
3: the guy that used to coach your
0: Bears, who, by the way,. He only was, had one losing season as a head coach. Looking back,
3: he might not have been that bad. <laughs> I mean. Iberflus is bad. The turd I put in the toilet this afternoon is better than Matt Nagy. <laughs> okay.
0: So, talking about offensive coordinators.
3: So, Eric Bieniemy goes to Washington. He needs a quarterback. And he's got Washington playing good football. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Sam Howell played well the first game and a half, and now he's, and and now he's showing his rookie status. Here's
0: here's my question. I know we, we'll we we'll get to the dog week here in just a second. Here's my question. The enemy has been interviewed for the last four years for a head
3: coach job. Why is he not getting that job? Because he needed to do what he's doing now. He needed to get out from underneath of that walrus flipper of Andy <laughs> Reid. and <laughs> Because you know, <laughs> because you know, it's more like uh, a seal, I think. Because he's he's kind of a small guy, and he fits up underneath of that walrus slip. Uh, so the commanders good. but he needs to, need the to the get out from underneath of that to show I can do this yeah. by myself. Well, I mean, they give the the Eagles everything they
0: wanted the other day, and yeah. Sam Howe's still young. He's playing he's playing good. He's played okay, but he's holding on to the ball way too long. He is Brian Robinson. Fumbling the ball on the goal line did not help. Did not help. Right. Uh especially didn't help my fantasy team, although I did win. Um but if they go to the playoffs, does Eric Bianami get a head coaching job this offseason? Or does he need one more year? If does they it, can make the playoffs, it's somehow. It's already come yes. out saying, you know, at first the players didn't like him. Right, because he yeah, was a little right. tough on them. Right, you know. Uh-huh. But you know, sometimes tough helps.
3: Quit being soft. They're, play,
0: they're playing hard football in, in 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 Washington. So
3: quit eating Rudy go bear cones. Right, <laughs> right.
0: So, anyways, our two twos dog of the week has to be Ray Davis, right? It's Ray
3: Davis, two hundred and eighty yards rushing and three touchdowns, and he didn't play the full game. The first four games – I don't know if you heard this. The first four games of the season, they had not used the trap um, uh, scheme at all. They were holding that for Florida's game. So, some of it's Liam Cohen. But you still got to have a guy that knows what you're talking about, putting the whole trap scheme in, and your offensive line – I mean, played really the well. Dude scored a touchdown and with he thirteen was, Gators on the field. And he was like, and he was like, "Oh, I kind of like this." And yeah. just ran. And really, in all honesty, because of the score, I mean, they went ahead and took him out, which is smart. Yeah, but he could have had three hundred easy, way over three hundred.
0: Yeah. So,
3: anyways, that being said, Ray Davis, UK
0: running back, is this week's
3: dog, dog of, the of the week. week. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Snackapalooza is causing My World War Three. Let me tell you something: that matchup last night between Cosmic Brownie and Nutty Buddy back and forth for an hour and a I've half. Not, tor- I, we've had all these, all I mean, I don't know, I can't remember. We've been through fifteen. It's been a bunch. Um, we're in the second round of the winners bracket, at this and party. it was tied. With a minute left, yeah, seconds on the clock, yeah, and Nutty Buddy backs up and drains one right. from three point line. Kate, the, so badly
0: wanted the brownies to win because she was gonna, Boo. she was gonna do something. Boo! And uh, I text her, I was like, "Brownies lost by one at the last second. <laughs> so, but
3: redemption, right? They could come out of the redemption bracket, right? So that's right. In fact. Our other one just went final about 30 minutes ago. Oh, Fudge Rounds had have killed them, right? Fudge Rounds won by 18 points. Yeah. 55 37. I'm disappointed, you all. We only got 90 votes. Well, see, the closer it is, the more votes we get. It's like, oh, it's a blowout. We should have been already. over 100. Yeah. So, but have you had anybody say, but you know well, what's the, next? Well,. So, <laughs> Like, I, Neil said he's had people asking him what's next. I'm going to give you a little sneak peek because I, I we were talking about this the other day, and maybe I shouldn't be doing this. But I'm going to give you a little sneak peek in the redemption bracket. Okay. Fancy Cake, I mean, I mean, Zebra Cake just got beat by Fudge Round. Guess who their next opponent is in the redemption bracket. It's going to be Fancy Cake. Versus Zebra Cake. <laughs> How I mean, we have set this thing up on random draw. Yeah. And by God, could it not come down to a better matchup? I mean, perfect matchup. Fancy Cake, Zebra Cake. It's the same dang cake. But one's got chocolate stripes. And the other one, you got to hold your pinky up on. But now, Fancy Cake, is, is that the white one or the chocolate that's the White. One? That's white. Okay. Okay. Well, it's the exact same, exact same, except for zebra cake has a chocolate stripe on
0: it. Well, it is also in a different shape.
3: No, it's
0: square. Zebra cake? Yeah. No, zebra cake, uh, well. Oh, you're right. It is. It's, it's yeah. a stop sign. Yeah. It's a hexagon.
3: Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought. It's a bigger cake. I just got a text from Trey. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Trade offer? Yeah. <laughs> Did you figure anything out about Judy or Wilson? <laughs>
0: he asked me about that. Love today. you, Trey. And and I, I told him I was like I said from my understanding
3: We can talk it, about this because the other guys would just it,
0: it's gonna take a significant offer for Wilson.
3: Yeah. And, and I told him that. And and he's like
0: Yeah, but and I was like, look, you cannot try to buy Garrett Wilson based on the fact that his quarterback isn't in good play because I said it's that whole argument is why are you trying to go after somebody with an argument that they suck that is the worst way in I, I that is the worst thing in fantasy sports that I've ever heard hey your guys not really playing very well why don't you let me trade for him let me give you some guys that are worse than him I hate that so anyways Alright, let's move on to the pick'em. Um it's not even close. You're killing us. I mean, you've hit your atomic dog three weeks in a row, right? <laughs> I'm pretty good at this stuff. Did I didn't I see that? Um I was gonna say, what's what's the current standings?
3: I know you're like at fifty one. Current standings it was, yeah. It was uh it doesn't matter. You're at seventeen, you haven't even broke twenty yet. Look. I'm trying a different strategy. Oh yeah, I'm sure you are.
0: It it's awful because here's the worst part about it is, it's like I even put a bet, on, <laughs> I even put a bet on my uh, on uh, Utah last week. I was so confident they'd win. Yep, lost. But, but then, then uh, what's his face didn't play. Yeah, right. Um, so that that kind of sucked. So I told you and Neil the other night that I'm uh, submitting a rule change. Oh God. And, and you told me I can't do
3: that, but no. I'm, I'm going to do it anyways. So here's the rule change, okay? So you're going to do it because Neil's not here. He would have stopped you in your tracks. No,
0: I, I told him about it earlier. So I'm going, since I'm in last place, I'm going to take every underdog as the atomic dog this week so I can guarantee that nobody gets an atomic dog because I can't hit it so if I take them all, then you all can't hit it either and I can't get any further behind you. So that way I'll just take all the atomic dogs. So you're taking the field. I'm taking the field. <laughs> to to guarantee that you all cannot <coughs> get your atomic dog.
3: That's about the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I'm
0: just kidding. Well, I'm
3: just gonna cheat.
0: I'm just kidding. I'll take the field. I told you it'd be funny though. Um all right, let's see. Adam text me his stuff. Oh wait. Um all right, we got a caller that uh, just called in here. Uh, sir, could you please introduce yourself?
1: Well, golly, fellas! Long time no see!
0: It's the mullet man himself.
3: I oh.
1: am live in charge. I don't know what that means.
3: Hey, is, is Tony the Muscle there with you?
1: Tony the Muscle, actually, Tony the Muscle, uh, he just got done working out, uh, so uh, I tucked him into bed. Uh, so, you just, had you called uh, 30 seconds sooner, you'd have got to speak to Tony the Muscle. But um, he is in uh, bed for the evening. Maybe next week. Maybe next week.
0: All right. Well, Neil is joining us. We're going we're gonna to do our picks here. And uh, so, let's go ahead and get started on those. We got, we got the old uh, Red River rivalry, Oklahoma at Texas. Well, I'll start, and I and I can and I can
1: start every pick. You know, I know Sean, you went first last week, so I don't want you to go first again. Wes, you don't even remember who went first last week, no. uh, so uh, I'll go first. I think that might make things easier. Uh, you know, I think this this game could put up 250 points combined. <laughs>
3: they
1: got two high powered offenses. Um, I think the team with the with the ball at the end of the game may be the winners, but I'm going to roll with. The Texas Longhorns.
0: All right. Adam says, last year OU got absolutely boat raced in this game. Sooners are a little better this year, but Texas is still on another level. Give me Texas by three scores.
1: Ooh, he thinks it's
3: going to be close. Yeah, yeah, real close. Wes? I've picked Texas twice. They haven't let me down. Hook them. And i I think
0: Texas is the better team as well so uh LSU at Missouri an undefeated Missouri team you know
1: Sean i I was I was big on LSU you said something earlier that uh, really got me thinking uh, LSU I think something is wrong with them so you know I they haven't played well uh, but I'm gonna roll with. Go Tigers! That's who I'm gonna
0: roll with. Go Tigers! They're both Tigers, so which Tigers?
1: Oh, see what I did there. I can't <laughs> lose.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna say Tigers. I don't
1: know. No. I want. Actually, I was not thinking about Missouri being the Tigers. That was. I'm. That was a dumb moment on my part. I apologize. Uh, give me the uh, the Tigers from Baton Rouge.
0: All right. Adam says, Missouri has a wide receiver that's starting to be talked about in Heisman conversations. LSU used to claim they were DBU, but after giving up 55 to Ole Miss last week, I'm not sure they can still claim that. Noon kickoff might catch LSU napping for a bit, but I think they wake up in the second half LSU by six.
3: Wesley? I'm going Missouri. I picked them – Maybe our first week, second week, and I think they found themselves a quarterback, and um, I think this is their game that they want to say, "Yeah, w- Missouri's not a not a bad team," uh, and it's at home, and we're like, "This is their this is their let's rush the field game." Yeah. Well, yes,
1: uh, I'm gonna have to put in a. A contingency that if you ever pick them again, you have to call them Missouri. Uh, I
3: I should call them Mizzou because that's what they were on NCAA basketball. Um, on, I think that was the original Xbox. Is they they, they went by Mizzou. M I Z Z O U. <laughs> yeah. Well, Missouri. Yeah. Um, There's no R in there, Neil.
1: M-I-S-S-O-U-R-I? Missouri.
0: <laughs> Anywho. Um, well, I watched that game between Kansas State and Missouri.
3: You know it doesn't
0: matter who you pick.
3: It's still going to be t- a terrible pick. Yes. Um, and
0: Missouri could not be stopped. And LSU can't stop a nosebleed right now. So, I'm going to roll with Missouri <laughs> as Thank well. Thank you. Okay, UK at Georgia.
1: Man, I so bad want to pick the Cats, but last week I did not pick the Cats, and they uh, had a convincing victory, so uh, my plan worked perfectly. Mark Stoops, you can email me that check or whatever, voucher, whatever you want to send me. Um so this week I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna roll with the dogs because the dogs are the defending champs until somebody knocks them off and for almost two and a half years nobody's been able to do that. So gimme the Bulldogs.
0: Okay. Adam says UK passed one test last week, absolutely running all over the Jaders. This week they face a different animal. Georgia has playmakers all over the field. Brock Bowers could continue his dominance this week. I got UGA winning this one by two scores. And I hope he's right because I've got Kentucky at 14 and a half.
3: <laughs> Wesley? Oh, how I want to take my cats here. But I can't. Because this is the first night game that Georgia has had in three years. They've been so they've been so good that all of their games have been at three thirty or four thirty in the afternoons because they're on the major channels, and not that they're not good this year, but this is their first night game at home, in I think three years, if I'm not mistaken. That I heard that, um, so, um, for that reason, I think they beat Kentucky. I think it's about by ten.
2: Hmm. Interesting.
0: Well, I don't disagree with anything that you all have said other than the fact that Florida or Florida shoot Georgia really struggled w- with a bad Auburn team last week. Um, I know that was at Auburn, but a little bit different story. I think Kentucky's playing really well right now. And I'm so many points behind you guys. Why not? I'm gonna pick the cats, baby. Cats, cash, cash, cats. All right. Well, that, oh well. There's that. <laughs> Notre Dame at Louisville.
1: I think this is going to be a sneaky good game. Notre Dame is not playing very well right now. Um, and people are like, Oh, they played really good for, against Ohio state. I'm like, they played really good for three quarters that fourth quarter, something changed and it changed, uh, and it looked different against Duke. If Riley Leonard doesn't get hurt, I don't know that, 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 uh, Notre Dame pulls it out. Uh, it, it was a late comeback then. Um, I think they could get right here. Uh, Louisville hasn't played anybody, but it's at home, 7.30. I'm going to go with the Cardinals.
0: All right. Adam says, a night game in Louisville, and the cards are undefeated. Cards set at 5-0, and and they've benefited from a weak schedule. Notre Dame is coming to town to send a message this week. Give me the Irish by three scores.
1: Oh wow. I don't I think the Irish could win. I don't think they win by that much.
3: Wesley? I'm taking the Golden Domes. L's down for life. I'm also taking Notre Dame. So I
0: agree with Adam. Week schedule. I can see it being a close game, but I, I think Notre Dame has played two really good teams in the last two weeks and barring a last second Touchdown against Ohio State. They, they've they outplayed both the teams. Cardinals don't have teeth. All right. Uh, Alabama at Texas a and
1: I just want to see uh, Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban fist fight before Nick Saban retires. Just at the 50-yard line, just like two elderly men in a nursing home that looks like they're trying out competing for uh, the heart of the Golden Bachelorette. Um, but... <laughs> I mean, I don't see Texas A&M's okay. I, I'm not sure how they're not ranked. Uh, they should be ranked, but I know the spread's only two and a half right now. I think Bama's starting to get better. I think they're starting to figure things out, and it's kind of hard to roll against Nick Saban very often. So, give me the Alabama Crimson Tide.
3: I'm disappointed in you. I'm sorry. I'm taking the Aggies because I think they found something in their new quarterback, Big Bad Brad's son.
1: No, no. I tell you on the phone the other day, because he does not go by Brad or B J and wear the elbow pads, I don't I I do not associate him with his father who's a Super Bowl champion for the Tampa <laughs> Bay Buccaneers.
3: Your team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But I'm t- I'm taking the Aggies. I think I think they're gonna pull the upset. All right, Adam says,
0: let's be honest. This is probably a battle to see who wins the SEC West. Jimbo bringing Petrino on seems to be the fix for that uh, offense. Max Johnson stepped up at QB and looks like he's ready for the moment. Alabama still has a lot of question marks on offense, but the defense can fly around. I'm going with Texas A&M by three in a battle of West Virginia coaches. I picked against Alabama last week. I'm not doing it again. So (laughs) Alabama. All right. Dog time, so I get to pick first.
1: That's right. That's the rule we made up with. What what, 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 what. we didn't have we didn't have everybody there on that rule. On the Well,
0: you were here? I was not. Yeah, you were.
3: You lie? I I said right here on I was like I said last week. I said I'm, I'm okay with cha- – I'm with just giving change. you a hard
1: time. Listen, listen, don't get your heart all out of whack, old man. Uh, just take a joke. See, he's
3: way behind me, so it's not going to help him any. I'm going to miss it anyway, so it doesn't matter. This is true. Uh, I don't know how this is possible
0: other than the fact that they're on the road, but Washington State is a dog to UCLA, so I'm taking Washington State in an atomic dog win.
3: <laughs> How's it feel, Wes, you jerk? I knew it was going to come back around the horn because I'll have to pick last. Uh, Adam would be next. Adam
0: says, for this one, I had to call up an old friend. I'm getting a little, little far behind in the standings, and I've been strategic to this point with my pick. It's time to call my friend Oppenheimer because I need an atomic dog. And when I look, there's only one spot I can go. Give me the fighting rich rides at Jacksonville State, going into middle Tennessee State and destroying the Blue Raiders. Go, Cox. Who's
1: the cock?
3: I guess Jacksonville State. Is that, the- Is that the first time we've ever said that on this podcast?
0: No. No way possible.
1: I don't know. So, and that's, a, like a, that's like a Wednesday night game. Uh, it is a Wednesday night game, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, well, I'm glad that I got to pick before Wes here. So, um, I too am going Atomic Dog. Because everybody's trying to play catch up to the bread man. Give me UAB, who is a dog at home, against South Florida. Give me the fighting Trent Dilfer's. That's why
3: you picked him, because it was Trent Dilfer, another game manager for your Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
1: Yeah, he's good, man.
3: I I, I I considered that game. He absolutely roasted a ref last week. Did you see that? No. Yes, he should have. Oh, my gosh. I mean, just irate at a ref. <laughs> All right, Wes. You've
0: hit three consecutive Atomic Dogs. Are you going for four?
3: Neil, are you are are you uh, you have any last words or anything like that? Because I got to bring back up the uh, old schedule here.
1: I do not. Okay. Well, hey, you, I do have one last word. What's that? Stay safe, friends.
3: <laughs> see you, bud. Oh, let's see what is on the dock this this okay. this week. Okay. I love home dogs. Home dogs are my are my are my peeps. And Baylor is a one point home dog <laughs> to Texas Tech. You gotta find them. Atomic Dog.
0: It'll probably be one of those same things that happened. Last week by the time your game started, they were favorites. Ain't my fault.
3: One point. Like basically a pick 'em game. <laughs> Good grief. They're still, they're still. I don't understand the whole home dog. Look, if you're bad, you're bad. But when you got the same record, don't you make me a home dog. I will come for your throat. That'll be
0: an interesting game for sure. I mean, Texas Tech was supposed to be much better than they are, and they just haven't done it. They played toe to toe with Oregon for. Three and a half quarters. Yeah. And they ain't played like that against anybody else. So, I don't know if that says more about Oregon or <laughs> Texas Tech. But I don't know. Well, anyways, that that wraps up that segment. Uh, just a little bit of breaking news here before we get off the air. Da-da-da, da-da-da. Urban Meyer is interviewing for the Michigan State job. <laughs> like,
3: I thought he was done. He needs to be. He's going to go up there and get somebody to grind on him up there and get in trouble. Well, I mean, look,
0: Sexual Abuse University hiring Urban Meyer. Right. I mean, it's the perfect fit, right? It is the perfect fit. I, that, it, <laughs> I mean, right. That is, that is the uh, West beating your head against a wall. <laughs> Like, Listen. Look, if we ever go to video, you gotta that's go get, gold. You got to go
3: get somebody <laughs> else, right? Yes. You got to fix the program. Why in the world? Uh, why in the world they're not going to get somebody? I mean, I, I don't know. Somebody mentioned PJ, PJ Fleck. No. You know. Uh, you know but, who you need. But some somebody that can change the culture. You need the dude at Oregon
0: State, or the dude at or Washington State, or. Um, you
3: wait and see if they Billy
0: Napper would be great. Uh, <laughs> bring bring him up there. He's a the culture guy. You wait and
3: see if they don't call Mark Stoops. Well they might. They might.
0: And then and then and then we'll we'll call and get the Troy guy, right?
3: That you said. I mean, there's another guy that you know, I mean he's he Stoops has finally started to this tree. And I think he's the main guy in that tree at this point that could just, you know, why wouldn't you go from Troy to Michigan State? Makes all the sense of the world.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. That'll be interesting to see what transpires over the next week on that. And uh, so, anyways, another great show for sure. Having Reagan on was awesome. Awesome. And,
3: uh, you know, we covered some good topics. Snackapalooza. Snackapalooza. Keep watching it. Yep. It's out every day. Yep. We're, it's dwindling down. We got we got a Final Four now in the winner's bracket. We're going to have a Final Four in three days. I don't think that's right. Uh, in three or four days in the loser's bracket, Yeah. Sh- before you know it, you'll blink your eye and we're in the championship game and Christmas True Cake will lose. I don't think so, my friends. So, we'll see you guys next week. Stay safe.
0: The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.